Hi, and welcome to episode zero of the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast. It's episode zero because this was originally a test just to make sure everything sounded good and all our recording stuff worked, but we thought it was good enough to be its own episode. We'll have a couple more of these before the football season starts, and once it does, we'll be on a weekly schedule at least through the end of December, and after that we'll see where it goes. Anyway, so enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm your first host, Nathan Ripple. I'm your second host, Daniel Spencer. I'm your third host, Evan Spencer. I'm not really a host, but I hang out here. I'm Josh Farrar. All right, so Josh, how did last season make you feel? It was a roller coaster, like most seasons. A lot of lows, only a few highs, but we beat Hawaii, so, you know. It was it was like a roller coaster that was really slow and never really did anything fun. It just kind of, you know, had some moments, but uh, those moments were fine. That was a kiddie coaster. <laughs> yeah, it was the kiddie coaster, yes. It actually sunk into the ground a couple times. Mississippi State, UAB. Oh, wait. I think you mean the school that shall not be named from Birmingham, Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd say it's probably more of the same, same as we get every year. You know, we play a big school. It ends in disappointment, but, you know, five bowl wins, still losing to Southern Miss and UAB, so keeping tradition there. Man, can't beat a team from Mississippi. That that game was depressing. Oh, yeah. That game was real depressing to watch. You know, looking back on it, I can't even go back and remember most of the games because I think I've got it blocked out from my memory. All right, so yeah, let's go ahead on that note and go through game by game how we all predicted those games would go. Um, so we all had South Alabama and Southern as wins. Uh, so we had we all had Tech starting out two and zero, uh, and if I remember correctly, that actually did happen. Believe it or not, I was there for South Alabama. Actually, I went to uh, I believe it's called Lad Peebles Stadium. Is that right? It is uh, d- quite decrepit. They want a new stadium there. Um, I don't think they're going to get one. But uh, home of the Dollar General Bowl and home of the Senior Bowl and home of Louisiana Tech's thirty to twenty six victory to start out last season. Yeah, I don't remember much about it other than that the stadium was decrepit and so was Tech's offense. Well, good news for South Alabama. I guess they actually are constructing their new stadium right now. Oh, good. Man, I, I have no memory of that game, man. My brain is mush. All I remember is watching it on TV, and I remember being frustrated for most of it because Tech's offense could not go, but thankfully did not die. Yeah, it was definitely one of those games where it felt like, oh, they're just going to blow this, and then somehow they won in a very untech-like fashion. But yeah, and then in week three, Tech took on Louisiana State University. Never heard of them. Yeah. I lived in Baton Rouge for a while. I don't remember a college being there. Evan picked LSU to win. Both Dan's picked LSU to win. Josh picked LSU to win. Matt also picked LSU to win. And I picked Tech to win. I still think they have a chance. I couldn't do it, man. I, I couldn't homer myself into it. After Troy beat him the year before, I was like, they're not going to let this happen. There's no way. It was so much closer than it should have been. Troy coming at, uh, beating him that year came at the wrong time for sure. We may have had a chance. Yeah, I remember some fans around me being very... Very nervous in the third quarter. I actually have a fun story about about watching this game. My girlfriend at the time's parents were visiting, and we went out to a sports bar to watch it here in South Carolina. 
And so, you know, things weren't going very well in the first half. I think it was, gosh, I don't even remember what the score was at halftime. Was it like 21 to 3 or something something like that? I don't know. And so my my girlfriend and her stepmom decided to leave the sports bar and go to Target, which was right next door. And I used that occasion to have the the dad conversation with her dad about how he felt about me asking her to marry me. And that's when tech started doing well in the third quarter while I was having that conversation. So that was like when they came back and pulled within three points or whatever. And then we finished the conversation and they lost. So maybe I should have just kept, you know, drew that out a little bit longer, kept that good energy going. That would have been a great movie. All right. Then after LSU, I'm just going to transition like that, I guess. After LSU, Tech traveled to Denton, Texas to take on the Mean Green of North Texas. Now, that's a game I do remember. That game still gives me chills, yes. I was there, and that may have been that game may have been one of the best football games I've ever seen. Well, Evan, you said that North Texas would win that. I <laughs> did, and, and they almost did, if it was not for Amik Robertson's uh, very large um, man parts. Uh, hands, we- hands, if you will. Yes, of course, hands. That's definitely what I meant. Uh, North Texas would have won that game. Uh, the only I, I remember about that game, it was all about Mason Fine coming in and how great North Texas was, and they were going to go undefeated and make a New Year's Six Bowl. And then, like, I mean, he was okay. I guess he was fine, or whatever. But it, both teams were just good, and Tech just made the play at the end of the game and won the game. Yeah, I think Mason Fine's a great quarterback. He's just He's a great quarterback for Cusa. I do remember I made a Photoshop of uh, Mason Fine like laying in bed having nightmares about Jalen Ferguson, though. So, so I guess Jalen Ferguson did things in that game, but we could probably say that about all the games. Well, Daniel, you and Josh both picked Peck to win that game, and I was alongside with Evan and picking North Texas. After that was UAB. Uh, I was at a wedding. I was also at a wedding, I think. That game didn't happen. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, that game, the final score was 28-7. to 7. Luckily, it was broadcast on Facebook, which probably didn't get the most amount of people watching. <clears throat> I was there for every minute of it, unfortunately. Did the Russians interfere with that game? Let's just go ahead and say yes. <laughs> I had a great time later that night. That's all I can say. Well, after UAV, Tech went on the road to San Antonio to take on the University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners. A game we all predicted them to win, and they did wholeheartedly, winning thirty-one to three. That's amazing that like Tech last year beat somebody thirty-one to three. Yeah, <laughs> like just anybody. Wasn't the SA supposed to be pretty hyped up last year as well? Or am I thinking of the year before? I think they were supposed to go win a bowl. Actually, no, I think it was the year before because they fired their uh, offensive coordinator from the year before. They had like four red zone turnovers oh, against yikes. us or something like that. Okay, so it was the year before. Yeah, they were picked to finish fifth in the West Division last year, so they were not very highly touted. That is not great. Well, speaking of not great for the team that Tech is playing, the next week was UTEP back at the gym. Oh, my God. That game was much closer than it should have been, though, and Tech only scraped by with a 31-24 to victory. God, that Jamar run on fourth down, though. Uh, he audibled that himself, too, from, from everything that we heard after the game, I think, was he saw that. And, and just so for those that maybe don't remember, we were lined up to go for it on fourth and one, maybe from like the UTEP 40 or something like that. So not really, I mean, we don't really have a great kicker right now. So not really within field goal range. It was tied at 24 and Jamar just uh, audibled out of a, a run, like a run up the gut. Uh, and held it himself and just ran right around the edge and nobody caught him like just 
just straight touchdown, like nobody within 20 yards of him, like, and that, that ended up being the winning score. So um, kudos to Jamar for that, if nothing else. Yeah, it was one of those plays where he's looking around thinking that maybe someone blew the play dead, maybe something like, why isn't anyone right. <laughs> even chasing them anymore? But he was already gone. Whenever we play UTEP, I'm always nervous. Because, like, I think what, it was 2016, we had Ryan Higgins. We still won, like, 17 to something. Like, it, it, it was just gross. I don't think we can do too well against him. It's like the weird air pressure or some shit out there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the damn Sun Bowl. The thing is, is that I always thought when we play UTEP at home, it's going to be a blowout. When we play them in El Paso, it's always when we get that nail biter. Yeah, and it was in 2015. That was at UTEP. The 17 to 15 victory. Right. And that was like our really good offensive year. But anyway, the Florida Atlantic projections were not very optimistic on our part. That's right. That was a good game. I was on the road that game, though. Yeah. So, Evan, you picked for FAU. Daniel, you picked FAU. Josh, you picked FAU. I picked Tech. And guess who won? It was Tech. I mean, could you really expect us to pick Tech after the just gut-wrenching loss we got the year before what was it like 40 something to 10 in 2017 and that was actually like one of one of the offense's best games and they still lost by like 30 points <laughs> oh. Let me see. we lost 48 to 23 in 2017 to fau so i don't Yikes. think i was very optimistic for that one you know, uh, the only thing the only thing I really have to say about the FAU game is that we got a very great meme of of Lane Kiffin uh, looking very sad. He's he's like kneeling on the ground, like looking super sad, and the scores <laughs> there on the bottom. Wasn't that the game that took them out of bowl eligibility too? I know it took them out of the running for something. It was their fifth loss of the year. Oh wow! Yeah. So, uh, and and uh, they had won ten straight games at home. Yeah, really, after that UTEP performance, I think none of us really knew what to expect and to go out on the road and, and win against what we thought was a good team at the beginning of the year, but turned out to <laughs> not be great. But Ooh, yeah. Speaking of not great, the next one, <laughs> Tech went on the road and tried to live past 30-93, but ended up losing 45-3 to to Mississippi State. Oof. I guess the optimist side, we all did pick Mississippi State to win that game. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I thought we'd put up a fight. After the year before, I really thought we'd at least put up a fight. But... I mean, it, it, and we've played Mississippi State relatively well over the first, over the last few years, except for, you know, I mean, we did get blown out at home, I guess, last year. and But we've always, we've always like, looked good for a quarter against them, you know? Like, like uh, it, it, with the 30-93 game, we were winning at the end of the first quarter, and we had kind of, I mean, played really well, if I remember correctly. And then... Yeah, I think we almost had a pick six on their first play or their first drive that year. Yeah, and back in 2015, I was there. We we jumped out to a 14 nothing lead, and my uh, my Mississippi State friend was was very upset and thought they were going to lose. And and then back in, I mean, I I can keep going. We've we've had close calls. We we lost in 2011 in overtime after Nick Isham threw a pick at oh. the end of the game instead of kicking a field goal. So I'm not mad though. <laughs> I was also there for that in their student section, so that was fun. That's probably all we need to say about a 45 to 3 loss. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's when I, that's really when I was like, oh, the offense isn't too great this year, blah, blah, blah. I was like, but, you know, we usually can figure And I was like, no, this offense is awful. This is bad. Made, made Nick Fitzgerald look like a damn, like, John Elway clone out there, man. And that guy's <laughs> not good at passing, but, dude, he, he was dropping dimes. 
the whole like well not the whole game because he probably got pulled in like the third quarter with how much they were up by but <laughs> jesus yeah so we'll move past that as quickly as we can now to another decision that we all made unanimously and we all were right that tech would beat rice this time it was 28 to 13 man i i feel for rice lately like whoo that's rough that's rough I don't remember a damn thing about that game. I'll be real honest. I remember I was worried because didn't they lose to UTEP the week before? Yes, they lost to UTEP 34-26 to the week before. I, I remember being terrified because, you know, a team can't lose to a team that hasn't won a game in two seasons and expect them to not come out, like, full force as best as they can. So I remember being scared for sure. This is how Rice's football schedule went. They beat Prairie View A&M 31-28. Then they lost to Houston, lost to Hawaii, lost to Southern Miss, lost to Wake Forest, lost to UTSA, lost to UAB, lost to FIU, lost to North Texas, lost to UTEP, and then lost to the Bulldogs. Oof. It's never a good sign when you only beat <laughs> Prairie View A&M by three points to start out your season. That's, that's pretty much a loss in anyone else's book. <laughs> they did end up winning the final game of the season against Old Dominion, though. So, I mean, there's a silver lining there somewhere. Freaking Old Dominion, what a team. <laughs> What a team! <laughs> Beats Virginia Tech, loses to loses to one in ten. Rice, wow. Oh man, uh, was this the was this the year or was this 2017 where we were only up by like seven or I guess eight in this case, and then we we sealed it late with a pick six. That may have been 2017. That was 2017, I believe. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, Tech was up twenty-one to ten going into the fourth. Okay, so it must have been must have been the previous year. But anyway, so I I legitimately don't remember anything about that game. So, um, so that wraps it up, right, guys? That's the end of the season. There were no more games until Hawaii. But no, the following week, Tech traveled to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, to lose in a one-point contest to the Golden Eagles. Uh, I remember. Watching, I think it was twenty. Like this is, I'm sorry about. It, I think it was like the 2016 game, and I, uh, this is like I'm watching them. Like, oh yeah, you know, Texas doing good. Oh, and they lost. Like, man, Texas is never going to beat Southern Miss again. So far, I'm right. Yeah, and you yeah. picked Southern Miss to win that game. The rest of us didn't. We picked Tech to beat the team that they should have beaten. But well, uh, Benedict Abram. Sheesh, man. The last Tech game that I was at, it, well, the last home game I was at was Southern Miss 2015. <gasps> yeah, I remember that game too. The, the, just the fact that they scored on basically three straight plays in the third quarter when it was a close game before that was just like soul crushing. <laughs> just like, oh, man. it went from being like, this is a good game to, oh, this game's over in like three minutes of real time. Like not game time, like like actual time they scored 21 points just just complete just sadness i mean i like how your reaction to a one point loss to southern miss last year is to immediately remember a time that was even worse well i got defense mechanism okay so here's a question is losing to southern miss by one point in uh in regulation and i don't even remember how we lost I know there was a late drive for sure, and I remember it was like a third down play, and uh, Jalen Ferguson had a late hit out of bounds, and it gave them a first oh. down. That's the only thing that's like scarred into my mind 
from that Southern game. Miss uh, took the lead with six minutes left in the fourth quarter to make it 21 to 20. Uh, my question to pose to you guys is, is that worse, losing by one point in regulation or losing in overtime after leading by 11 with like a minute and a half left? Oh, 2017 is way worse. I'd rather not lose, but if you're giving me a choice. <sighs> One-point football games are just more interesting to watch, even as a casual fan. And so those intense games where you don't really know which way it's going to go are always more fun to watch because you think, at least that was a good football game. Games like Mississippi State don't give you that. Yeah, at least, at least you're like, well, they were evenly matched the whole time, whereas in 2017, like Tech was beating them by two scores. We had that game for sure. It was only like three minutes left as well, and then we just completely gave it up. I think we threw a pick in first overtime, and then and then Amik picked off a stupid pass from whoever Southern Miss's quarterback. Anyway, why are we talking oh. about 2017 Southern Miss loss? You, you want to talk about overtime losses? Let's go to Kansas State. Oh man, wasn't what was that quadruple, triple overtime? Triple, like that? triple. Anyway, anyway, back to the matter <laughs> at hand. Again, no more games. We go to the Hawaii Bowl, right, Nathan? Yes. I mean, effectively, we we're all already bowl eligible. We already had our six wins. Why even play that final game? And that must have been what the team was thinking when they lost to it. Three and eight at the time. They lost the game thirty to fifteen to I think that was peak madness for me. Like I was just angry at that game. I was like, we're really gonna do this. I think I was more numb to the situation. I think it was a lot more of a well, of course. Not that I don't doubt that Skip can rally the troops and get people excited for a game, but when you're not playing for a conference title at this point, you already have your bowl eligibility. You know Coos is going to place you in a bowl. How much are you really able to put it in this game? And it was the it was the home the dreaded home game on Thanksgiving break and just so here's a stat so Tech had seven chances according to uh, to S and P plus which is first downs inside the opponent's forty yard line so seven chances and we got thirteen points off of those chances. Western Kentucky, who was awful last year, their coach got fired. They were terrible. They scored 28 points and five chances. So there's your problem, as uh, Jeff Foxworthy would say. That's that's rough. Man, that math is depressing. It seems like, you know, in recent years, Tech always loses the last game of the season. Aside from 2017, I know we won the last game that year, but it seems like every year that I've paid attention, we, we seem to lose the last game of the season, especially when it's at home. you got to wonder if things like exams because of the quarter system take a toll. It's possible. Also, it's during Thanksgiving break and there's no one there. There may have been 5,000 people in the stadium, even though attendance was probably announced a lot higher. Maybe. <laughs> So, so yeah, the, the predictions on that game, I don't even know if we said, but Daniel Adams, or no, Daniel Spencer was the only person to pick Western Kentucky to win. So congrats. It's a bold choice. <laughs> Didn't I say something like we always lose the last game of the season too? You probably did. I also said we beat West Kentucky, Western Kentucky a year before, so they would probably beat us at home because it seems like we alternate years. And I got to watch that game from a Starbucks in Newark, Delaware, right before walking over to the basketball arena where Tech would lose to UNC Greensboro in basketball. Oh, good. Sounds like you had a wonderful day. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we get the basketball podcasting, so I can just be mad all the time. <laughs> like you can't do that during football season? Yeah. I get time to stew in football season, you know? At least we get moderate success from football season. I got like seven days in football season. In basketball season, I got like three days max. So that's kind of our 2018 recap, right? Well, you were so desperate to, to jump to the bowl game there. Let's go ahead and do that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Heck, got to face in Honolulu, Hawaii against the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors in a game that ended 31-14 to in Tech's favor. <sighs> Man, I had a great time watching that game. 
as someone who watched the last time we played Hawaii. First of all, that game started at, at what, midnight Eastern times? I was already drunk. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I had driven back home to Louisiana that day, and uh, I think I, I had to work. Or was the game on Saturday? Or I, I don't know. For some reason, I had gotten up really early that day, and uh, and so I was like, trying not to fall asleep and i just remember first of all jalen ferguson broke the record um add in an applause noise there in post nathan i guess but uh but willie baker man had four sacks so we had six sacks coming out of that uh that defensive end position that poor hawaii offensive lineman just got his entire world destroyed you know, I was thinking the whole game, or me and you, because we were watching it together, Evan. I remember we were sitting there, and we were like, the reason Jalen's not going to break this record because Willie Baker keeps getting sacks. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, it makes me excited, because at first I was terrified what was going to become of Tech's defense after Ferguson left, but I, I now know we're in good hands. And he's definitely a player that we'll be talking about in the future on future episodes that will actually be released. Yeah. So that goes <laughs> that goes ahead and wraps it up for our episode zero of the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast. Uh, leave a review on iTunes because that's what people say. Buy a Casper mattress or whatever, and do all the other things. Right. Follow us at Go Tech Please Don't Die, but the don't does not have an O in it because Twitter has a character limit. So it's Go Tech P L S D N T D I E. Um, that's on Twitter. Uh, we don't have any other social accounts really um and you can check out our writing and our contests and everything at gtpdd.dog